Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. You've come around, haven't you, to to loving your daughter's boyfriend's dog? Yeah. Remember yeah. at first she said, "Oh, they've got this well, dopey puppy <laughs> and blah blah," and now you go out you paint kayaking me, with it. Uh, you paint me as a, a pet hater, and I'm not. I, well, I what it is, I just don't have time. For dogs. Dogs take a lot of time. And I've said to my daughter for many, many years, and we had a dog. We had Summer. That gave crazy it away. Dog. We gave it away because we were coming back home from Brisbane, been working up there, and it was looking like we couldn't give it away because Summer was a 90-kilo poo machine that would savage anyone. And it, the only Well, person, that's your fault. No, not my fault because I didn't want the dog. No, but if you have a dog but, that's, that's yeah, aggressive, but, it's your fault. But this is what happened. No, it wasn't aggressive. It was, when I say savage, it would just jump up and down but because it was so big. But the thing was, I didn't pick the dog. I said to my wife, don't get a dog. And uh, our daughter at the time was two. And she said, dog, dog, I want a doggy. So Helen just went out and got a dog, didn't do any investigation, just got this small little cute puppy, which I I must admit was cute. But overnight it went into the aforementioned 90-kilo poo machine that no one liked. Funnily enough, the only person that it respected was me. So for some reason... It would be behave when I was around, but everyone else would go crazy. Well, It'd take people's washing off the lines. It was almost like, it was almost like the Dennis the Menace of dogs. So I said to them, my wife and daughter, because they've been at me for a dog for years. I said, guys, have you not remembered Summer? I'm happy for you guys to have a dog, but I know that you're not going to do the work. It'll be me doing the work, and I don't have time to do the work. I know that you won't be able to do the work. <laughs> I almost regret bringing this up. I'm just saying, I'm well, not a dog hater. I love no. dogs. And that Lila dog, you know, she managed to get that through still through her boyfriend, but that's Michael's dog. It's mm. not my problem. And I love that dog very much. It's a beautiful dog. But it doesn't live with you. It doesn't live with me. But I I saw on Reddit all these families, these people saying that dad didn't want a dog and now look. And these st- or, or didn't want a pet. Here's this man lying watching television with three little kittens crawling over him. And it's someone who said, he didn't want me to foster because he didn't want me to get attached. Guess who's ooey gooey over and wants to keep all three. There's, look at this guy down the bottom. He says, I will not be raising that dog. Here he is. He's got a matching shirt to the dog. They're dressed alike. You see a lot of that, don't you? You see a guy walking along and he's got this little ball of fluff. And you know that it wasn't his dog. But he, he loves but it. But he loves it. He, he didn't loves the dog. it. What about this one? First dad said no dogs at all. Then he said especially no pit bulls or big dogs. Fast forward to today, my dad has had a professionally built six-foot fence around his backyard for my dogs to make sure I visit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a picture of this guy with his enormous dog on his lap. Oh, look how happy that dog oh, no, is. It's, it's, look how happy he is. That dog's as big as a sofa and it's sitting on top of him. Yeah. So, you're not doing. You're not trying to get me a dog. No, anymore, but right? I love these stories of no, 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 and then that person is the yeah. sookiest person ever over that pet. Maybe the tribal drum would beat for this. I said I didn't want a pet, but neck minute. Neck minute. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want a pet. Then neck minute. Yeah. There you are. That's what it's about. Madly in love. Yeah. It's like when you say that dog will never sleep on the bed. Next minute, you're sleeping on the floor and the dog's got the bed. Or all of a sudden, you're taking the dog out for a little bit of a canoe paddle. The dog foolishly falls out of it and you're about to jump in with your mobile phone attached. To save the poochie. To save the dog. This happened to you, didn't it? it with your sis- your daughter's boyfriend's, boyfriend's dog. dog. Yeah. I'm almost keeping up. <laughs> Michael is with us. Hi, Michael. How are you? Yeah, good. Now, 
Michael. I didn't want a pet. Then next minute, what happened? Uh, bloody Cusco the cat. Yeah. Cusco. I've, I've, I've got a dog. I guess one a dog, one a dog. And I said, until the dog goes, we're not getting any more animals. And yeah, we ended up, they wore me down eventually and we got a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always, always been the sort of alpha male in the family. All the animals always end up being sort of um, under my control. But, uh, no, nah, this one. Daughter's home a bit more often than I am, and I'm still trying to win it over. Oh, so it doesn't like So it. it's only new. It, well, it does. At 5 o'clock in the morning when I'm going to work and everyone's asleep, it'll come out. But, uh, man, in love with a cat. Right, so you're not oh, madly mate. in love with it just yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. Okay, well, keep going, Michael. It'll happen for you. So I think we've kind of missed the point here, Michael. <laughs> we were hoping that you'd fall in love with the cat and you wanted to keep the cat, not that you're vaguely interested in the cat. <laughs> and may reverse over it on the way to work. Shannon is with us. Hello, Shannon. Good morning, guys. Hello, Shannon. I didn't want a pet then next minute. So I was about 14 and I grew up on a farm with my dad and... Uh, we had all sorts of pets, essentially, but um, this I'd come home with all sorts of critters. And um, I came home one day with a little joey, a little wallaroo joey. And he said, no, they're too hard to raise. You can't, not, it's your problem. If anything happens to it, it's on you, you know, blah, 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 as dads do. Mm-hmm. And um, 16 years later, she, uh, yeah, she was still there. So oh, right. she, <laughs> she used to hop around the, yeah, she used to hop around the place and she'd, jumped down into my shirt and I'd carry her around and Dad was just, you'd catch him sometimes, he'd have a little bag, he'd pop her in the bag and carry her around. With oh, and, yeah, like so, a little pouch. Oh, yeah. And did you leave home and the Wallaroo stayed? Yeah, yeah. So I was about 14 and you know, it was about 16 years later when she um, passed away, but um, yeah, he loved it. Oh. Matt has joined us. Hello, Matt. G'day, morning Amanda, morning Jonesy. How Hello. are you? Who, was the, good, good. who had the pet? Uh, yeah, so, Dad, um, we've had dogs all our life, big dogs like Kelpies, Collie dogs, stuff like this, Border Collies, and they all passed away. My brother and I were getting a bit older now, we're like 17, 18 years of age, sort of thing, whatever like that. And Mum brought home one day this fluffball, silky terrier that could fit in the palm of your hand from work one day, one Friday afternoon. And Dad's like, no, nope, I told you no more dogs. I'm the one that's got to look after it. You're not doing it. Da, 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 da. Anyway. He was a night shift worker. He worked. He was a firefighter. And so, as per usual, we'd all gone out Saturday and did all the things and whatever like that. We come home on the lounge, because that was Dad's spot, on the lounge, on the middle of his chest, underneath his chin, was this silky terrier. <laughs> We've all come in, and he sort of jumped up, put the dog on the floor, and looked at us and gone, what, what, what? <laughs> and we've just looked at him. He's gone, oh, you better keep the bloody dog then. Oh. And then for years, he was the one that would give it the little doggy treats. He was the one that taught it the toilet trained it. He was the one that fed it. When the dog lost its teeth and its tongue was hanging out the side, he was the one that would make sure that its tongue was, he'd push the tongue back in its mouth. Oh. And the tongue was the side of her mouth. <laughs> I don't want a dog. Oh. I'm not looking after a dog. So they were mates for years, those two. Yeah, but he was Gemma. Gemma was the name of it. And they were, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So here's this guy walking down the street with this thing that was, it was no bigger than a shoe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little ball of fluff. Putting its tongue back in its mouth. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So cute. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Lisa's with us. Hello, Lisa. Hey, guys. How are you going? Very well. Who fell in love with the dog, Lisa? 
Um, well, it was my dog. I got it in a custody battle after I divorced. Mm-hmm. And I moved home with mum and dad, took the dog with me. Dad was so not into dogs at all. And this was a big dog. He was like a cross um, Rottweiler um, Ridgeback oh. retriever, like a big solid yes. unit. Yeah. Um, so dad was like, no, nah, I'm not having anything to do with it. Don't ever rely on me to feed it. I'm not having anything to do with it. And then months and months go by. Home ice cream man comes up the street. Dad pops down the front, buys some boxes of ice cream, and next thing disappears under the back porch. Ice cream in one hand for him, and ice cream in another hand for the dog. (laughs) Ice cream man visiting the dog. I don't want anything to do with dogs. (laughs) Strawberry or vanilla? (laughs) Enjoy this cornetto. Oh, I love those stories. Thanks, Lisa. With Jonesy and Amanda.